Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Welcome, everyone. My name is Jacob. This is Hunt Detail. Thank you for joining me. I just returned back from the ATA show in St. Louis, Missouri this weekend. Had a great time. Got to connect with a lot of great people at uh, a lot of different hunting and archery companies. And, um, you know, we're all, whether you'd like to admit it or not, very uh, tribal in nature, whether it's politics or sports or the type of vehicle you drive. And um, being in a big convention center with a bunch of people that, and a tribe that I love to be a part of, which is archery and bow hunting and hunting in general. It, it's a lot of fun. And these are people that are, this is their livelihood and they are fully committed to this space. And they are fully committed to some of the nuance and detail within this space. And so really got to geek out while I was there at ATA and again, shake hands with really awesome people. I want to thank Dan Johnson with uh, Sportsman's Empire and Nine Finger, Nine Finger Chronicles for the opportunity to go and represent Sportsman's Empire at the ATA. It was um, something, the, the ATA is something I've observed from afar for a long, long time. I really, again, enjoy seeing what companies are bringing out and seeing what companies are doing. And I also enjoy the business side of it just to try to understand um, the marketplace and how it's changed and evolved. And I, and I often get that question, or not question, but I often hear like, hey, the state of the ATA, it's down, it's it's not as big as it used to be, and that sort of thing. And, and you know, I, I find that interesting. There's a lot of, if we think about how business has changed in different marketplaces over the past 10 years, I mean, I can think of uh, eight just eight short years ago going out west hunting pronghorn with my bow uh, in 2016 and the amount of information was nothing there was zero information on uh, this type of hunt there was no YouTube hunts on archery pronghorn or maybe if there were maybe like four videos three videos and they weren't even like in the state that I was looking at it was you know not a lot of information then in 2018 I went out west for an elk hunt public land, DIY, archery, and it was sort of the same thing. There really wasn't a lot of information. There was Elk 101, but there wasn't a lot of elk hunts on YouTube. And now it's it's so much different. I mean, it's an exponential difference now in 2024, the amount of information at your fingertips, not only on YouTube, but just on different websites on different types of hunts and on different uh, group chats and boards and that sort of thing. And so for, in a lot of ways, I feel like bow hunting is probably as popular, if not more popular than it's ever been. And I'm going to include crossbows into that conversation. So if you think about crossbows and the impact that they've had on the marketplace, and then you've got, you know, people being able to watch other people hunt different states and, and, you know, mobility of, you know, hunting on public land and getting lighter and quieter. I just feel like it can't be more popular than it's ever been. Um, the other side of that is 
Manufacturing has changed. I mean, you've got these small shops building stands and pack. Uh, I'm sorry, stands and platforms and sticks. Um, you've got 3D printing built, making these components, and so you know I can really customize my gear to what I think is you know best for me. We've got a lot of overseas manufacturing that that continues to you know flood the market, make you know drive down the price of price of these goods. Uh, we have, I, I think, I guess, I guess the real problem here is where you see direct to consumer colliding with all this information. Now I can purchase my bow directly from a manufacturer, and I can build my own bow shop. And maybe that's where, you know, why one of the reasons why ATA is is quote unquote down because I can have my own bow shop. I don't have to go to the a, a bow shop to have it tuned or strings and cables changed and, and all of that stuff and I have all of these um, videos that I can consume to understand how to tune my bow and, and all of that and so I don't know what the future of the ATA is I feel like again archery is as popular as it's ever been bow hunting is as popular as it's ever been but I guess it, it does put a pinch on retailers when you have direct-to-consumer, and, and then also so much information available. But, I mean, all in all, I, I don't have, I think the ATA was really, really good. Um, I think if the future, you know, maybe it becomes a bit of a mixed consumer show, maybe it's something more specialized or regional in nature. If it does go into a consumer show, um, I think it would that would only drive connections with retailers and connections with um, the sport and, and drive interest. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, it, but I, 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 again, enjoyed it. I want to thank a bunch of the companies, uh, Latitude, Trophy Line, Tethered, Cruiser, Mystery Ranch, Elevate, uh, Stealth Strips, Novix, Quiver, Twisted Iron, Deer Mapper, Nilchi, Vale Outdoors, No Jammers, XOP, Mountain Ops, Merrill Targets, Total Peep, those are just some of the companies that I talked to, and they, they were generous uh, and, and kind enough to give me some time. So thank you all. Um, you know, some of the, the ugly side that I saw that I will comment is that there was a, a, a new broadhead company there showing um, their innovation. And I was talking with them, and uh, Iron Will Bill comes up to them and he was like, okay, tell me about your product, you know, sell me or something to that effect. And it was clearly not, to, in my opinion, clearly not a, hey, we're part of the same tribe. Let's chat broadheads. This is great. You know, it was sell me, tell me what you're, you're going to sell. I want to understand you as a competitor. And then after, after this gentleman talked about his new broadhead, Bill basically you know, popped his balloon and said, yeah, I think you're infringing on uh, my patents. And um, I just was, you know, I know business is never personal. It's, it's always, um, you know, it's always going to be ugly in some way, some fashion or form. Uh, but um, I just felt like there was more the opportunity for a better way to uh, connect with, uh, for Bill to handle that. Better, more tact, I guess is the, the word. Uh, hey, uh, do you mind if we grab a cup of coffee real quick? I just wanted to chat with you about a couple things. 
uh, do it in private uh, if you're going to do that. And maybe, you know, maybe this company wasn't, maybe they knew that they were infringing on a patent. I don't even know if they are. And I'm going to, I'm not even going to mention their name. I like the product. You know, who knows if they're infringing on a patent. That's for other people to figure out. But it, it just, uh, maybe, you know, shame on them for not doing their research if, if in fact that is infringing on a patent and iron will. But just really kind of the ugly side, because as I was talking with all of those companies that I just mentioned, everybody was excited to be there. Everybody was, you know, excited to be part of this this group and, and to talk about their season and talk about their new products and all of that. And to be there and, and see somebody really pop someone else's balloon, I was just like, man, that's that's not great. And again, I think Bill could have handled that uh, much differently and much with much more tact. But let's talk about some products that I came across that uh, sort of jumped out to me. What, what I will say is that, um, and I'll share this with you all. So the ATA does have a new product launch showcase. Uh, and this year, I think it was 125 products uh, that competed, and three of them won um, for, were awarded for their new product design, innovation, and ability to meet customer demands. And so coming in third place was the Hyperlite Climbing Sticks by Trophy Line. And so if you've, there's been a lot of press and a lot of buzz around these, the, the, these Hyperlite uh, Climbing Sticks. They also have a platform made out, uh, that's also Hyperlite. Uh, I think it's made out of uh, Magnite, which uh, this particular type of, of metal is apparently um, stronger than aluminum and, and stronger than carbon and, and it has uh, some lightweight properties. It also has less vib vibration. So if you do bang them together, it, it doesn't, it's not like, uh, I'd, I'd have to, I'd have to test it out to see how, how the difference, what the difference is. But I, I did in, in fact get a chance to, to hold them, look at them. They, they stack nicely together, the sticks do. Uh, they are relatively lightweight. Um, they, uh, you know, look, look like they're really well designed. I'm not, you know, I don't know if they would be for me personally. I, the, the sticks I have, um, I'm really pleased with. And I, and I think one of the things that jump out to me with the sticks that I have is the attachment method is, is already built in. It's not, you know, I'm not having to buy additional ropes and that sort of thing. But, but ultimately, I, I, I like the innovation. I like the thought there and so they, they came in third place uh, the hyperlight climbing sticks second place um, was the hypo two blade by annihilator so the annihilator broadhead is a you know they've had a three blade broadhead but it's it's more of a a, a three bladed wedge and it, it creates and I guess it not only has a, a cut dynamic but it also creates a, a hole like it's it's punching a hole through that animal and um, they're they're a different looking broadhead. I've never used them, but they uh, they definitely. I know there's obviously people that are fans of them. The they came out with a two blade that has sort of um, it's a single bevel and it has sort of a uh, they, I think they call it a scoop on the center of uh, the broadhead where it's uh, sort of the, uh, at, on the flats on each side where it's flat. And it's those have blades as well, and so 
you know, it's an interesting looking broadhead. Um, you know, it may be something I take a look at. It, it reminds me of uh, maybe a, of a cutthroat, uh, except the cutthroat has sort of a similar sort of scoop, but not they're not belated. Um, but coming in at fir first place was uh, Stealth Rig Light by Stealth Rig. And this is, if you've ever seen the Bow Spider, uh, the Bow Spider is a, is a device where you put something on your bow, it, it sort of slots into uh, a device that's on your pack, and it allows you to sort of access your, your bow easily, but also put it back when you're hiking and, and keep it, you know, not having to carry your bow. And so the Stealth Rig is a little bit like that, but it's, it's more magnetic, and it is magnetic in nature. And so um, I didn't get a chance to examine that or mess with it. I wish I would have now, knowing that, uh, that it won first place. But it's definitely uh, interesting, and it's definitely there's a definite need in the marketplace for something of this, you know, in addition to sort of the bow spider and in addition to other, other options out there. The, um, the, the, the things that sort of jumped out to me, and I would encourage you to look at the videos that I uh, put out uh, on the Hunt Detail YouTube channel on different products, but one of them came from a company called Tree Sticks, and these are uh, carbon fiber uh, tree sticks. They, they stack really well. They uh, have a built-in aider that's integrated into the uh, the lower portion of the platform, I believe the lower step. And so it comes out and then retracts uh, and, and goes up in. And I think that that's obviously a, a really nice innovation because if we've you know used aiders before, sometimes they can sort of bundle up or get in the way or sort of make it, you know, sort of, in my opinion, get a little irritated how they get wrapped up in things. So I thought that was really nice. They were very lightweight. I did get a chance to, to hold them. And actually, I did get a chance to talk to the uh, the owner there. And he went through the sticks uh, on my video, again, on, on YouTube. So I would encourage you to check that out if you haven't already. Another uh, product that I, that's, it's been out. It, this wasn't, this was sort of launched before ATA, but it's from Garmin. It's the Zero C1 Pro Chronograph. And I really like the um you know this as a new tool for um those you know whether you're sh you know shooting a rifle or whether you're you know working on your arrow setup uh really nice uh tool i think it's going to really dominate the market going forward because of all the data that's available from this device versus say the, the you know what's what's been av been available before so really neat product uh, I think the um, this is something that I'm it, it grabbed my attention. It's a game grip, and um, this is food safe of food safe adhesive strips for cleaning game meat. And I process my own meat, and I think that it's I do get hair on it from time to time. It does get uh, maybe a little bit of dirt or whatever. I want, it makes me wonder if I need this, maybe I should get sort of a, a, a roller, a cloth, you know, one of those lint rollers and maybe see how a lint roller would work, compare and then maybe but maybe try this out and see, you know, if, if it's how effective it is. But um, 
I, I think there's an opportunity there. There's definitely a problem, and I think that could be a solution for some folks where you're processing your own game and you need you want to get that all that hair off and you use this this adhesive strip for that. The um, one of the other products that jumped out to me was um, from Quiver. This is a new company, and it um, they have a uh, app on that's for your iPad or phone that allows you to see the organs of deer or elk on uh, an actual target, and it can be a 3D target or a 2D target. So you shoot. And then you come up to the your target, and you look, and you turn on your app, and it shows where your arrow would have penetrated, where what it would have hit, what it, you know, liver, lung, guts, whatever. And I think I was just really impressed with that tool, and it won an award for best new technology. And I also um, spoke with them, have a video on their products on the Hunt Detail YouTube channel. Uh, so you can check that out. The um, I did get a chance to talk with uh, Latitude and Cruiser, and I think that they have some really interesting things coming out uh, later on this year, but they um, were really kind of keeping that under wraps. They want to make sure that everything is, is right for the launch of these products, so keep an eye out for that. But... Uh, all told, uh, lots of uh, interesting innovation, lots of uh, interesting people, and uh, really uh, would encourage you to um, check out the Hunt Detail YouTube channel for some of that content and uh, keep an eye out with those companies that I've mentioned. Thanks so much for joining me and uh, have a great uh, end of the season as it wraps up and uh, we'll connect soon. All the best.